I'm a zombie. I've been bitten. No! You're listening to the survival podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Welcome back to Zombies Ate My Podcast. I am your host tonight, the busy zombie lord, Lou Page. And tonight with me, if since I'm hosting you if, and you're a regular listener, you're probably guessing, I guess somebody's not on the show tonight. So uh, I am here tonight with Ryan. Bob. Hi, I'm Bob. Oh. No. That's not going to work, Ryan. That's no, it doesn't. Work. I'm not. I don't do a good Bob. Let me try again. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Bob. No, man, I'm not very good at this. Sorry, keep going. And uh, tonight, instead of talking about Fear the Walking Dead, since it's only the two of us, Ryan and I have discussed it, and we've watched the film Resort, which came out on uh, Netflix about two years ago. And it's been on our list of something to watch, and so we use this as an excuse to watch that. So we're going to discuss that tonight. But uh, first off, we have some news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Claire Redfield has finally made her debut in gameplay for Resident Evil 2 with Capcom. What do you think about that, Ryan? Yeah, so originally when Resident Evil 2, the remake, was unveiled at E3, we got a bunch of Leon uh, gameplay. And now with this article here on the Capcom Unity uh, blog, I know there's some footage out there, but it was... It's like it was like longer play video or it was like a short clip, but we get our first look at what Claire Redfield is going to look like in this game. And honestly, I think that her reimagining is is spot on in, in terms of how I remember the promotional art looking for Resident Evil 2. Yeah, uh, her, her, they've, they've, they've made her outfit a little bit more um, appropriate for the era. Uh, I think I remember her being in shorty shorts. Yeah, she's wearing but pants her, now. So She's wearing pants now. And uh, they've uh, instead of being like a ripped sleeveless leather jacket with her brothers, with a with a with something on the back, it's now just a regular leather jacket. It, it's all just dynamic to make it feel more modern. And I, I think I think that's an appropriate look for the game. Yeah, they nailed it. And I think since so this came out uh, during Gamescom, so it's uh, it's about a month old. But uh, since then they've uh, in, during this update they showed off Shelly. Shelly Burke? Is it Birkin? Shelly Burke? Birkin. Yeah. And they've teased Ada Wong, although people are, I think, convinced that they've found the actual look of Ada Wong through the teaser trailer for this this character reveal, as well as some leaked promotional art. And again, they've taken if you remember Ada Wong, she's wearing the red half dress and it's very yeah. it's it's very not something you'd wear as a espionage agent in the apocalypse. Uh, spoiler alert! I guess she's an espionage agent, but uh, she's wearing like a you know more of a um, like a, a trench coat style thing. I mean, she could still be wearing the dress underneath it, but at least in the promotional artwork, again, they've kind of modernized her look and and gave her some more uh, appropriate clothing for what is clearly the apocalypse. So it's exciting. I think it's all very appropriate. It, it's very cool. Uh, it makes me more and more excited that this game is coming. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's only a couple months away. Uh, and I already am pretty sure I'm going to 
I don't ever pre-order anything. I'm pretty sure I'm going to pick this up on Steam the day it comes out. Yeah. So you you will be picking up Resident Evil 2. I believe between the three of us, I was the only one that didn't pick up Resident Evil 7. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So Resident Evil 2 Remake HD, whatever the hell they're calling it, coming out in January. You heard it here first. The Busy Zombie Lord is on it. Have you still not played Resident Evil 7? No, I just uh, never got around to it. It just looked too scary. It's not as scary as you think. Really? Hmm. It's scary, but it's it it's it, it, I I can't I can't recommend it enough for you to play that. Next time there's a Steam sale, you need to pick it up. Well, I mean, I, think, I bet yeah. you can, I bet you can get it on a Steam sale for like ten bucks. I think sub twenty at the very least, and probably even the gold edition. Like, have you played a lot of all the DLC that has come out since its release? Or I have not. Uh, I only played I think one piece of DLC. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'll have to check it out because I. I dig, I dig what people were laying down in terms of their thoughts on the game and saying, Resident Evil's back, they've done a great thing. So I'm glad Capcom, you know, all news is, oh, that was the news story I was going to bring up. Actually, while we're talking about it, I, I'll just mention it. The Dead Rising 4 developers out of Vancouver, Canada, they shut them down today. Uh, 150 staff laid off. Uh, they're, they're getting severance packages. But yeah, Capcom has shut down its Vancouver studio. Uh can I be honest with you? I can't say I'm really surprised. Yeah. The last few games have not sold well at all. Hmm. So it makes sense that they would scrap them, especially with, like, you know, looming financial problems. And I'm pretty sure Capcom's bleeding money at this point. They need hits. Maybe we'll do something with, with Resident Evil 7 for Extra Life. Maybe, maybe, maybe donations to stream it live oh god yeah, if, if you if you stream it live i will join just to talk you through it and tell you where to go and what to do that's probably something we could do maybe i wasn't you know it's, it's i'll be honest with you it's not that long a game okay uh, i would say my total time playing it i beat it i would say i beat it in like like under 10 hours oh that isn't long at all yeah uh, I'm actually gonna. Speaking of Resident Evil Seven, it's made me want to look it up right this second. Okay, well you look that up, and I did want to. I did. I, we touched a bit on the fact that the Vancouver studio for Capcom is closing. And I think one thing that you had noted was that Capcom's. That's why we're talking Resident Evil Seven, and that they they hit a point where they were struggling. Capcom as a publisher, and they kind of took everything. They tightened the belt. They re. They refocused on their franchises. You know, they doubled down on Street Fighter. They doubled down on Resident Evil, um, and and made sure those were quality products. I mean, Street Fighter Five had some a rocky start there, but I think it's pretty much it's solid foundation right now. Uh, and then, although was it Marvel versus Capcom? I don't think that did too well. But anyways, they've had some slips and they've had some misses, but they've also had some great titles. But I think one of their their black eyes has always been. You're right, that Vancouver studio that just didn't seem to maybe get the support it needed or it wasn't pumping out the right amount the right kind of games for their i mean it's dead rising 4 it was pretty reductive pretty redundant in terms of that franchise like it's the fourth one it's very similar it, it was the fourth one and i don't know if did you play the single player at all a little bit and it was kind of unimagining yeah it was like yeah. right it was like right off the bat it seemed to make its goal to give you everything up front 
and make you want to pay real money to buy the upgrade so you didn't have to grind for stuff. But yet it still all had it. And I was just, I was like, this kind of takes the fun out of the game. Yeah. It seems like it may have been created in that last ditch effort for Capcom to make a few bucks. And then when it flopped, Capcom just dropped it like a hot potato. Yeah. So Capcom actually in the article it has stated they are they're going to be doubling down on their Osaka studio, building uh, an expansion to their office, hiring more people. So expect Capcom to keep pumping out games. They got Mega Man 11 coming out uh, in, I think, November. Uh, so expect more games from them but probably only from their Japanese studios. It seems that their their Western studios have been have been all but shut down. I, I could be wrong, but I think Vancouver was their last uh, major satellite studio. So pour one out for Dead Rising fans everywhere. Uh, what do we got here? One last news story before we jump over to the resort. We've got AMC is promising another decade of walking dead universe this makes lou so excited it makes me excited because i mean as much as we joke the walking dead is kind of the foundation of this show we talk a lot about a lot of zombie stuff but at the end of the day the walking dead is something that keeps the 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 brains coming i don't know what what do zombies want i i'm both excited for this and sad to hear it because I would love to see them do something new with The Walking Dead, but I have a funny feeling that's not what we're going to get. Uh, I have a funny feeling that they're going to drag this. They're going to drag this out until it until no one cares about Walking Dead ever again. They they they're literally going to drain this cow dry. Mm. Sacred cow, if you will. Yeah. Well, they're saying that they're going to add another three or four shows to the mix Hmm. on top of what's already going out there. And while I would appreciate another show that takes place in another part of the world, maybe I think that that would be cool to maybe see a different part of the world. I have a funny feeling. That's not what we're going to get. They're going to go, okay, let's do this on the Canadian border. Okay. They're all going to make stay in America. Uh, See, that's boring. If it's just in America, Man, they like they. I think with Fear the Walking Dead, they tried to look at a different family unit, you know, like a, yeah. a divorced family. That was a very interesting look, but that's pretty much been dissolved. That that is not the case anymore. It's just back to um, similar to uh, the Walking Dead Prime. It's a smaller group, but it's still similar to the Walking Dead, and that they're just a bunch of badasses hanging around and traveling the world, but. The beginning of Fear the Walking Dead presented a very interesting family, uh, you know, dynamic. But I agree with you in that if they set it outside of America, keep it close to home. You're shooting. You can shoot in Vancouver for next to nothing. Go up to Vancouver, shoot a, a Walking Dead, Canada, Western Coast, whatever. I think that would be entertaining. I think Europe would be even better because you could remove yourself far enough from the rest of the Walking Dead shows, so you're not tempted to do crossovers. Uh, I, I think that's the future of this of this universe is exploring other locales that can't be, that can be inferred and, and influenced by the rest of the Walking Dead universe, but not not have these crossover events. I, I this one was enough, you know, and I think we're I think we're good. 
Yeah, I mean, the only way that I see a show back in America working is if they made it in a one location place. Like a town that pops up where everybody is everything is fair and and that doesn't get as affected by the crazies and the 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 madness. You know what I mean? Hawaii. But I don't but I don't think that they're going to do that. You could do Walking Dead Hawaii 50. I don't know. What's what what's the Is that Hawaii 50? Is that a show? That's a yeah, real show. Yeah, do show. that. But do zombies. Go. Uh, I actually you you're not wrong for 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 something that would be a good idea. I think that that's a really clever idea cuz what about on an island? Mm-hmm. Where are you going to go? Worst case scenario, you just you, you like no one's gonna go to Honolulu. No one's gonna go to Hawaii from the main universe. So worst case scenario, if you need to like cancel the show, it's just like up oh, the survivors got bit and the whole island was taken over by zombies. The end. It's and a perfect clean thing, exit. The other thing you could do is volcanoes while they're zombies. Mm. Natural disasters. Yeah, that's something yeah. we really haven't seen, have we? No, um, I believe we're beginning to see that with uh, hurricanes and tornadoes in this season of fear, but that's the first time we've done something like that. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're not going to talk about Fear the Walking Dead, but spoiler alert, that, that does not last very long. They uh, no. they move on quite quickly from Hurricane Zombina. So uh, I, I, I think I we're not going to talk about Fear the Walking Dead now. I think we're, we're going to wait till the whole crew is back. I mean, we stay yes. this at the top of the show, but we're all kind of in different spots. I don't even know how many episodes Bob is behind. I'm, I'm two episodes I'm, behind. I'm, I have not watched the show since the last time we talked about it. It, you know what it so is I for have me? Like, I have like five show episodes to watch. You basically have the whole half season. Uh, for for me, it's the fact that all the news I see when I try to find news for this show, it's like Walking Dead season nine, Walking Dead season nine, and I'm like, that's back in three weeks. I'm good. You know, I'm probably fine. I mean, we have the show, and if if uh, if we were all available to record, I would certainly have caught up with Fear the Walking Dead so we could talk about it. But because we've had our rough schedules lately and we've been having, and by the way, it's awesome to be back and chatting with you, Lou, but if, but, uh, if we were able to keep it weekly, I would certainly be watching weekly. Yeah, definitely. But it's been tough to, to get a recording in. So I'm, um, yeah. So, uh, AMC another 10 years, uh, movies, TV, streaming services, all that fun stuff. Honestly, at this point, it sounds like it's all talk and they're just kind of, they're just trying to get I through. Think- I have a really sneaky suspicion mm-hmm. that AMC is bleeding money right now. Uh, I I don't speak from any knowledge or of knowing anything or hearing any rumors or anything. It's just an observation I may I've made that in the past when studio TV networks do stuff like this, like tout something is going to go on for another decade, it's like calling the Titanic the ship that's never going to sink. You know you're just waiting and flirting with disaster and from what i heard about ratings is fear the walking dead which does not have good ratings um i think they touted that they may have broken two million viewers last episode which is not great in network tv that is like the cw gets that kind of numbers but the cw goes in expecting those kind of numbers 
AMC is used to like seven, eight, ten million viewers because you're watching Breaking Bad or you're watching Mad Men or you're watching Regular Walking Dead. And they're touting Fear as their number two show right now in ratings. And that's with a Better Call Saul and Preacher and a couple of other shows on their network. That's not good. <laughs> I don't know whether that's um, more bad for AMC. Yeah, like more bad for AMC as a whole because that's their number one and number two show or that their other stuff just isn't as popular. But I mean, like Saul... They they don't have any issues re re upping it. I think it gets it gets Emmy nominations. It's but it, that's why it's staying. Mm, you think the Emmy nominate Emmy nominations? If their number their numbers from what I understand are lower than Fear. Hmm. But can you Which, sell ads against Emmy nominations? Like I don't know ratings. I personally I think that um, AMC is 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 fine. Uh, they just have some some interesting problems to sort out with a show that's been around for 10 years with aging actors, actors who want to go home to their families, and the story just doesn't support those shifts. So they have to make these changes, and the changes alienate the fans, and, and we look at the ratings. Like, yeah, the ratings are going down. It's a show that's been around for 10 years. Fear the Walking Dead's been around for four. You You can... You, you, you can't cut that show any slack because it's based on an existing property that is an existing show. So, of course, people are going to be more critical of it. But I, I think Fear the Walking Dead is in is in the spot they need it, and the show will serve a purpose, and they will quickly replace it with something else in the near future. I'm not, and I'm not saying that the show is going to disappear tomorrow. No, no, no. But, but I'm just saying that this is a bad sign for the network as it's uh, as on its own. Yeah, I don't envision AMC having multiple ongoing series on top of The Walking Dead. Like, I think they'll have The Walking Dead, and it'll continue to exist in whatever format that AMC wishes to put it out as, but they will also have at least one spinoff. I, I don't think Fear the Walking Dead exists alongside whatever whatever new spinoff for very long, at the very least. Like, I think... Oh, no, they're talking about it being, like running a fear of the walking dead then the new show and then the regular walking dead like and there being like a two-hour block of walking dead hmm. i don't know if times. i could do that I'm... i said i i don't like i mean i'd have to drop one of them like one of them would have to be more and i don't think i could watch and 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 then read all the comments <laughs> i that it'll be interesting to see and i mean i hope they do something interesting i think they're but... asking too much of their audience uh, I think I know I know when I run into people in outside of the internet and the concept of Walking Dead comes up, almost everybody I talk to has fallen to the wayside. Yeah, oh yeah, that show's still going on. Because they're doing they're doing the same thing. So that's what I'm saying is like they're right now maybe they're asking too much of their audience, but if this if this 10 more years of Walking Dead universe includes a show that is different, that 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 strives to be something new, tell new stories from different locations, then that's oh, where it becomes interesting. Oh, I have a theory. Okay, go. You know, you know what we're going to know what the new show is going to be? What? It's going to be Clementine. They're going to do the Lee story with Ooh. Clementine and do it as a TV show. I... How much you want to bet? I don't want to bet anything because I don't think that's a good idea at all. 
I don't. I think it's a terrible idea, but I think from a, from a perspective, they're looking at it and they're going, "I bet we can write scripts based on that game." I mean, they've proven they can do original scripts. I thought parts of Fear the like, there's a lot of Fear the Walking Dead content that's really good. They dropped that great antagonist, that great villain from the end of season three, like a hot potato, and he was interesting. I wanted to see yep. what he was about, and he. He in fact, that actor came out of retirement to do that role, and maybe and then they dropped, uh, and then they dropped him like a hot potato. Like maybe he came out of retirement because he knew it was a bit a bit part. But... No, he was he was he came out of retirement specifically because he thought he was going to be the villain for next season. See, that's a bummer and a half, right there. Gotta say, I'm uh, I'm not happy about that. Um, but neither are a lot of folks. I, I think that a lot of people are hit and miss on this whole time jump for Fear the Walking Dead. But, uh, yeah, I'm two episodes behind. The new villain, from what I've seen, is kind of just chaos, which is, like, great. Another crazy person who's really good at being crazy, but also really good at being conniving. Let's see how this goes. I would really love... It's this thing that I, I... I don't think I've ever seen either show do. There's this thing that I would love to see them do that... Um, trying to remember the name of the other post-apocalyptic show uh from like the late mid to mid to late 2000s uh jericho did you ever watch that yeah a little bit i I, i've heard of it for sure okay the idea was is that nuclear bombs went off and america basically became like a third world country and everybody was fighting to survive and small towns were like trying to like figure out ways to fit into the world and there was no government. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the case. That, and in fact, the guy that plays Morgan was on the show. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, anyway, one of the really interesting aspects of that show was they ran into a nearby town and the nearby town and them started out as friends and trading supplies and then one town realized they had more than the other in materials and started to gouge the weaker town. And they went to war. It, or it, it started out like as a war. And then realized there was a bigger enemy than themselves and teamed up together. And it was like politics and like a forming of a government. And it was really cool. And I don't think we've seen that in Walking Dead. Sure, we've seen the, the, the hilltop... Uh, work together and we've seen all that seen things like that work together but i don't think we've seen like two different towns meet and just immediately be like negotiations begin we always see the crazy person in town needs to be driven out first and then we get what we want you know what i mean i think there's a much more interesting and more complex story to tell Mm -hmm. that can be more politically driven rather than kill everybody and see the crazy people and i think there's a more interesting story to tell i'm hoping that that's what we get going forward i i mean fans of the comics uh might say wait a couple seasons uh for that uh, but at the end of the day i think it all tumbles down to let's kill everybody because that's yeah I, I i don't know um uh, we've gotten off topic here. Maybe, maybe we want to move over and let's yeah, talk yeah. about the resort. So, so Ryan, mm-hmm. let's talk about our main topic, mm-hmm. the resort. Is it a place you want to go to vacation? Not particularly. Not no, no, not at all, actually. I'll rephrase that. No. 
but it's a good movie. Did you enjoy your time with it? I did. I thought it was uh it was it was a really good B zombie movie. Like you know how usually B zombie movies are like okay, the effects are bad, the acting's bad, but I, I thought most of it was on point. I know? liked I know knew who uh, several of the actors in the in the movie were like uh, uh, Doug Ray Scott. Um, he was in several Netflix TV shows. He looked familiar. Um, he, um, did you ever see? Hold on. He uh, did you ever see uh, the Netflix show Hemlock Grove? Uh, a little bit. He is the father in Hemlock Grove, or the the uncle that's the doctor that's behind all the weird stuff going on. Hmm. And. He's been in a, a bunch of uh, B-tier movies as well as, uh, like, he, the guy's been in a ton of stuff. And so I knew who he was. And when I saw him in it, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot he was in this. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, he was the villain in Mission Impossible 2. Okay. Can... So he's been he's been in big stuff. He's been on. Uh, and so when I saw him, I was like, oh, hey, I know that guy. This, 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 I know what he's gonna be. He's gonna be the guy that kills a bunch of stuff. And lo and behold, that's what he was. But yeah. so going forward, uh, forewarning, we're going to spoil the resort. If you haven't seen it, stop now and listen to us after you've watched the resort. Or if you want to be spoiled like me and don't care, listen on. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty. It's it, the movie is still good if it's been spoiled. Okay, okay. I went into this movie, and watched the trailer before I watched the movie because I couldn't remember if it was what I was expecting. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. It's Jurassic Park with zombies. Instead they straight of up have the... Jeeps. Like, yeah, they got the yeah. Tumblr, or not the Tumblrs. The, they're like, they're not Jeeps, they're like um, they're uh, Humvees kind of, like yeah. a mix. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. That's what this movie is. Okay, cool. And it, the movie begins with uh, our, our, our female hero, Melanie, who's afraid of zombies because the apocalypse happened and we won. We killed all the zombies or for the most part. And, but the world has been decimated to, I forget how much of the population they say is dead, but like 75% of the world's population is gone. Um, and that refugees are a huge problem. And, uh, because people are fleeing from the areas that have been wiped out by the bombs they use to kill all the zombies and stuff like that. And it's an interesting idea. And the idea is that there is one island left unspoiled by what happened, and they've set up a resort there so that the new new younger generation, as they get older, can go to the island and kill zombies for fun and sport. And it's Jurassic Park. Basically, yeah, that's that's a great a, a great breakdown. And and obviously, our characters they all have different reasons for attending the resort. Yeah, our, um, our main our main hero Melanie is there because uh, she's trying to get over the torment of her father dying in the zombie apocalypse and uh, trying to survive. And so she's terrified of zombies. And so her and her boyfriend discuss it and come up with the idea that they, they're going to go to the island so that she can confront her fear. And if she confronts her fear, she may not have the, the nightmares and the torments that she has anymore. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and there's, a, there's a couple obnoxious teenage video gamers, which... Uh, yeah, they, they won a contest, and that's why they're there. And they, I was so happy with the direction they go with their characters, because as soon as the, a party happens their first night on the island, before they even really see zombies, and my whole thing was, okay... Uh, what? Like, I'm hoping most of these people are gonna die. And how are you gonna make me like these characters? Because the kids are partying and like firing their guns, and they're not taking any of this seriously. And it, 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 they're super obnoxious. And then as soon as the zombies actually show up and they're in danger, it's like the kid shits his pants and realizes that it's all a reality and it's not fun in games, and they really need to take it seriously. And it's like you instantly watch the kid go from being a jackass to growing up in about 60 seconds. Yeah. And then he lasts all of maybe a couple hours. Ten more minutes. Ten more minutes. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't yeah, last he, that long. He, 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 he lasts long enough to like for you to care about him when he dies in ten minutes. Yeah. it's The movie has a very interesting pace. And the, the first 30 minutes to 45 minutes is the, the start of Jurassic Park where they're getting to the island. They're kind of showing it off. Uh, there's some actual like touristy stuff where these real jack and apes are going for a for a tour and basically the zombies are all like for me i was like how does this work like how do they control the zombies basically what they do is they set up you know that scene in men in black where they have like the alien pop-ups you know for for yeah uh, yep. basically it's that it's it's uh, the aliens are strapped to these literal pop-up boards and then you shoot them. And sometimes they have zombies like strapped, like chained in and stuff, uh, sort of uh, similar to like a dog on a chain or whatever. And it's, it's really just a shooting range, a glorified shooting range. It's all, it's and all then on they rails. Take, then they take them into a field and while they're going through the field, they see a couple of zombies. And so they get to take pot shots at them out in the field but it's not really a lot of zombies. And then they're supposed to camp for the night. And when they camp for the night, they're really, they're supposed to be somebody on guard. And the when zombies do start to show up, the kid goes, they're all supposed to be fenced in. This is a gimmick. You're not supposed to see any zombies at night, except maybe one. And we're prepared for it so that it sets off a motion to tracker and we kill it. Like it's supposed to be on rails and, mm-hmm. The rails come off completely and they end up fighting for their lives. And I thought that, you know, that that's where the film's going to go. And that was cool. But the film even goes deeper than that, which was what impressed me the most is I was enjoying my time with it. I was like, yep, it's a pretty generic zombie movie. Yep. It's a pretty generic zombie movie. And they show a bunch of the refugees are being brought to the island as well as workers. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, okay. So they're putting the people to work on the island, making food and doing things like that. And you're like, okay. And my thought the whole time is, is this is an island. We've wiped out most of the zombies. Where the fuck are all these zombies coming from? Yeah. And then they answer that. Yeah. And when they do, it was not something I was expecting. Like, literally, I was like, oh, oh, it's pretty okay. dark. It's pretty it's dark. Pretty dark. What you find out is is that the company that runs the island is bringing refugees there, telling the world that it's putting them to work, and then it's infecting them with the zombie virus, mm-hmm. and then running them through cages and, and, and heater tunnels to beat them up and make them look worn. 
so that it looks like the island never runs out of zombies. Yeah. It, and you know that's and something that's, that, and their and their answer is that that's how they're helping the re, the refugee crisis. Yeah, is they're turning these refugees into into zombies and and that's the thing is you you watch this film and and you start to poke holes in the premise because of that. It's like, well, if they have people paying tens of thousands of dollars to come here and shoot zombies, they got to run out eventually, right? It's not the biggest island in the world. And we didn't even mention at the very beginning of the movie there's this woman that comes comes in and she's she's there under under the cover of you know being there on a honeymoon and her husband's left her but she still has the the uh she still has the um the tickets they're non-refundable so she goes but she sneaks off very early on in the show and does some downloading and and uploading and stuff turns out she's the one that that infected the security uh not that she meant to but she she or or maybe she did she was set up she, was well, she, she admits it later on that she's the one that's there to basically she was supposed to download their all the data she could off their hard drives and then leave. And what she doesn't know is that the, the thumb drive they gave her was also supposed to shut down the place. And so she was double crossed by the own group she worked for. Well, yeah, like I don't even know if she was double crossed or, or the no, well, she was double crossed. She literally was. says this wasn't supposed to happen. They were just supposed to download some files and get the USB out. But really, what they did is they knew that if they triggered a, a zombie outbreak, then the Brimstone the protocol I- would be activated, which is a basically wipe it all clean with with yeah. with bombs. And um, they basically napalm the entire island. Yeah, and and that ends up happening because of the outbreak. Because that's the premise is that once they find out that the brimstone protocol has been activated, which is pretty clear right from the get go that it's been activated. They've got like they've got like nine or ten hours to get to the boat on the beach. Yeah. Before the but before the planes come in to nuke everything, and anybody that's on the that's anybody that's on a boat will be scanned and processed and let back into society. And what you realize is that everything's gone so crazy that we only get one survivor at the end. Well, technically two. Yeah. And I, and I was, I wasn't expecting it to be like a lone survivor in the end. I thought more than them, more of them would make it by the end. Uh, I also loved the twist with her boyfriend where he runs away a coward and 30 seconds later comes back bit. Yeah. And then she leaves him to die, and you're and you're like, yeah, I would have done that too. I also was impressed by the fact that our hero Melanie makes it through the entire movie without killing anybody or any zombies. Oh really? She never she never kills anything. Huh? I Did you not even, notice that? I, I didn't put that together. She always has people kind of helping her. No, they give her a gun, and. She ends up with a chance to shoot the woman behind all of this that created the island, especially after she figures out that the uh, the zombies are are all the people. She sees the girl that she saw on the island when they got there as a zombie, and that's how she realizes what's going on. And like 30 seconds later, she runs into the woman that runs the island, and she has the chance to shoot her, and she doesn't. And that's the only time she ever has a gun in her hand. Pretty much the whole movie. Hmm. She never shoots anything. As somebody with her, the whole movie protects her until that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought that that was interesting. I mean, she is the damsel in distress, and I wanted to see her become a badass. 
But to see that she got through her fears without having to kill anything, that was kind of a weird but impressive thing to see happen in the film. No, I, I really, uh, really dug the ending. I thought it was good. It had its typical sort of uh, post post ending ending where you see the zombies sort of coming through the ocean uh, and 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 getting on land again. Therefore, you know, appearing to trigger the second and, zombie wars. Um, yeah, which is you know typical human fashion. Like we we solve this crisis, we survive as as a species, and then we just screw it all up business yeah. and capitalism it's great it's and, a great message well and not just that but it, 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 it one of my favorite lines in the movie and it reiterates something that happens in romero movie is they've brought you there to the island to kill these zombies and the girls the the, the girl who's the, the the double agent says yeah but how long before they start treating living people this way and what you realize is they're already treating living people this way. And, and, and when that reveals, she reiterates that line and she's like, oh, it's too late. And you're like, yup, it is too late. Get off the island quick. And I have to say, it was more than what I was expecting. Like, I wasn't expecting it to be anything more than just the next generic zombie film. I wasn't expecting to hate it. I was expecting to be like, yeah, we watched a decent zombie film. I walked away from this movie being like, man, I might actually rewatch this down the road when I'm bored some afternoon because I had such a good time with it. That's not something we I ever say when we walk away from these segments usually. It's nothing man, I say. I would, re- I, I would rewatch this. I walked away from this being like, you know, I definitely enjoyed my time with it. And uh, I think I would rewatch it or introduce this to somebody else who likes this sort of film. I wonder if we'll ever get like if we get a sequel for it. Like, is that something that is that has kind of come up on the horizon for this? Or I don't think so. This was a Netflix exclusive, um, and I don't see any of the people that have been in the movie in a sequel listing on their uh, IMDb. So I don't think we're going to get a sequel. Well, every time I try to Google resort too, it just comes up with a bunch of like resort news. Like two billion dollar yeah. resort opens doors to storm evacuees, stuff like that. Just not really what I'm looking for. So hey, maybe we'll be pleasantly surprised down the road, and they'll create something with better SEO. I don't know. We'll find out. Maybe. And with that, Ryan, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find us? You can check out our Zamp Discord, bit.ly/zamp Discord. You can dus- discuss all the things about Zamp, The Walking Dead. Uh, all that fun if, stuff. If you've got a zombie movie you'd like for us to, to 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 watch or a show that we should tune in for or something like that, join our Discord. Tell us. Yes. We'd love to hear from you. No, that would be really good. And uh, we mentioned Resident Evil 7. We mentioned Extra Life. I'm actually participating in Extra Life again this year. If you go to extra-life.org slash participant slash Ryan Murphy, you can check out my page. I wasn't planning on doing anything sort of any sort of special incentives for for Zamp, but you know what? If if Resident Evil Seven is going to get people on the bandwagon, maybe we'll set something up. If that if that interests you, or more movies, or just anything zombie related that you would like me to do in exchange or incentive to donate to uh, help the kids, just Ryan let us know. will not be watching many more Resident Evil movies. 
No, we did that one. And honestly, uh, that, that saw an outpouring of support, and I appreciate it. We tried it with Z Nation. Turns out people just not a big fan of Z Nation. So uh, we did watch six episodes, so that was fun. But uh, uh, I think uh, I think that uh, you should do something to get people to tune in to see how long you play Resident Evil 7. Yeah, I think uh, I will set something up. Resident Evil 7 stream, uh, some sort of incentive around that. So go to uh, extra-life.org slash participant slash Ryan Murphy and you can check that out. And uh, go on our Discord, bit.ly slash Discord if you got any suggestions. If you want to look for other ways to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash zombiesatemypodcast and join those fantastic folks who are directly supporting the show. You can go to our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com, for all the links I'm about to rattle off. Email us, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. If you want to find us individual hosts on Twitter, you can find myself at rmurphy, Lou at busyzombielord, and Bob at bobbertf. Finally, a quick shout-out to Joel Duggan for the artwork. You can find more of his great stuff over at joelduggan.com. And with that, we will say adieu. But before that, if you ever find yourself trapped on an island full of zombies, just remember, you're already dead. Uh, unless you jump off real slow-like. <laughs>